What radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee's Dan. Hey there, Spanish senorita. Spragans love. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? DJLittleRock.com. Check availability, get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me. Yeah, me. At your next event, I like to play for the people. Ah, coming up on the program today, Lucy Velasquez, Lucy's Comfort Food. She's out there in Brooklyn making comfort food. And you get to hear a little bit of her story in your ears in the next few minutes. Uh, this week's shows, it's Wednesday. So tomorrow night, Thursday night, I'll be at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas from 6 p.m. until 9 in the p.m. That's the video dance party, Karaoke Jam. Yeah, I said karaoke. You're the star of the show. They have great barbecue. They have frosty beverages, you know, for the adults. But I always keep the music family friendly. So it's a great after-school treat, a great after-work treat right there in Russellville, Arkansas. Thursday night at the Old Post Barbecue. Be there. And then on Friday, 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 we get down on Friday. My regular Friday night show. It's the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. You know, I like to party at the Rab. That one is an over 21 club. They have the full bar, kitchen, pool tables. There's always a pool tournament on Friday nights at the Rab. So if you want to try to make some money on a Friday night, I encourage you to get involved with the pool tournament. And then out to outside on the party patio, they have shuffleboard, foosball, darts, drunk people with darts. Huh. Will they ever learn? <laughs> so far, so far, so good. So far, so good. No, no real problems. <laughs> They have a giant Jenga game, giant checkers game. So there's always something to do while you're waiting to sing on stage right next to me. Yeah, me. And then, of course, we have the dance floor. It's all lit up. And, it, you know, the dance floor is always open. So I'll be playing some music between the karaoke singers if people want to dance. If you, you hit the dance floor, you know I'll hold karaoke for a minute because, uh, uh, you know, we're there to have a good time. And it's always a good time at the Rab Friday nights from 8 p.m. until almost 2 in the a.m. Way past my bedtime. <laughs> All right, party people. And that's it uh, for the pr the plug portion of the show. Let's get into it with Lucy Velasquez, Lucy's Comfort Food. Calling Lucy Velasquez now. Hello? Hi, Lucy Velasquez, please. Yes, yeah, speaking. Lucy Velasquez, Lucy's Comfort Food. Is that what we're going to be talking about today? Yes. <laughs> it's Keys Dan from the <laughs> What Makes You Famous podcast. And you know, I like the food. Uh, tell me, tell, tell the people a little bit about you, Lucy Velasquez. Well... Well, I should say I've been in the kitchen since a young age. Uh, my grandmother's really when I started really cooking. 
at a young age. You know how it is when you're Puerto Rican. The first thing they put you is in the kitchen. So my grandma's making acapulas and all the Spanish dishes, and I would sit there and watch. And then at one point, she started making me cook with her. And that's how everything started. <laughs> well, I'm Cuban mm-hmm. from Miami, and I, da- I dated a Puerto Rican girl. Uh and and she was wonderful in the kitchen as well. I mean, for that matter. And I, I think she might have had the same kind of upbringing. So I'm familiar with uh, the the Latin cuisine. But uh, so I mean, where did that take you? You say you say your grandmother got you in the kitchen from a young age. Or where are you from? Well, my grandma's a rich, um, Puerto Rican. Uh-huh. She's old school Boricua. Everything I I learned from her is literally from scratch. <laughs> um, there's this plato that she taught everything from scratch. Like you could say, now, now there's so many machines to help you do certain things, but I learned from scratch. I learned, my grandma used to use, um, uh, how you call that? Uh, a grater, a grater by hand. I used to grate, um, the plants, the plantains and, um, uh, everything else she needed graded by hand at a young age, around five or six years old. And hey. let me tell you, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so you were from, are you from Puerto Rico, Lucy? Yeah, I'm um, I'm Puerto Rican, Jamaican. Puerto Rican, Jamaican. But where were you born? Here, I was born in the United States. In the United in in New York, or where are you at? Yes, Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay, yes. represent. Okay, <laughs> yes. all right. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, you were born in the United States, so you could be a president if you wanted to be. So that's good. Uh, Lucy for president. Uh, was it? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. I eat food. I think I get it. <laughs> ah, that's your platform. That's your platform. Yes, food. food. <laughs> okay. All right. So you uh, make me hungry. Make me hungry because it's uh, it's dinner time uh, right now. It's it's seven thirty in the evening in uh, in Central uh, Arkansas where I'm at, and you're out there in in Brooklyn still. I'm guessing. Uh, what? Yes. What are you cooking for dinner tonight? Let's let's go like a a regular night. Uh, and and if you're not cooking anything, pretend you're cooking something. Maybe well, the last thing that you w- cooked. Well, the last thing I cooked. Wow, it was a sancocho. Sancocho is a Spanish stew. Um, I put plantains, green bananas, plantains, yuca, yame. This all root vegetables from. From the Caribbeans, um, and that's the last thing I really cooked, and it was great. everything. Oh my goodness, <laughs> you're making my mouth water. It just I don't even know what <laughs> half of these things are, and I speak Spanish, so I mean, so, I mean, I know what a plantain is. Do you you like them mm. soft or you like them hard? If you make them uh, of just the plantain itself, it depends. Like it depends on what in the mood. If I want a sweet plantain, I do it sweet. If you know, I want it. Nice and crunchy with some garlic sauce on the side. I make it crunchy. <laughs> all right, all right. So, who partook of this uh, of this great meal that you made? The last one that you made. Um. Well, my you could say my friends. You could say my DJ, my husband's DJ that he's on the show. Uh, his name is DJ Drew. So here with him, he gave me bunny towards this uncorcha. So it was him, me, my my daughter, and. He took most of it because I can't eat much. So I said, you enjoy. He was more than happy to take it all with him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, it's amazing how food can bring families together. I mean, yes, uh, yes. we all need food to survive. Uh, you know, yes, we could probably eat a, a pill with the right uh, amount of nutrients in it, and we could live. But mm-hmm. the, the art of making food 
is just it, it you, you you sound like you make it into a an event when you cook dinner uh, you know and you say I, I have friends I have family coming over Tell I the do I do I do most of the time honestly when I really really um, cook like throw down throw is when I have get togethers in the house and that's when I do pork shoulder arroz con gandure rice and green beans um, potato salad lasagna baked ziti Whatever, honestly, I leave it up to them. They tell me what they want, and I cook it from them. What? Lucy ha- has yes. no menu. Lucy's menu no, is, is dictated by you. Yes, it is. It is dictated by them. Because I tell what is it they want, and they <laughs> tell me, and I make it. And, and mind you, sometimes they ask me for stuff I never made. I look in the internet, look at it, and I do exactly as they, exactly how I see it. So. All right, all right. So primarily, are you making uh, Latin cuisine? Or do you have any other areas of expertise? Or, or I mean, what are your favorite kinds of foods? And when you say them, uh, please explain what they are. Because a lot of times, uh, you know, I, you're saying like ceviche and, and I don't hey, know yeah, what that is. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, my, my favorite, honestly, the most thing I do is, um, like you could say it's like, um, what in English? Like empanadas. I do empanadas. That's the most that I they ask me empanadas, and sometimes I do a ground beef, I do a ground chicken, or ground turkey, whatever they want. I I have a healthy menu, too, whatever they say. Oh, I don't want too much of this. I say, okay, so I substitute with something else. I make my customers happy. Like, if they're on a diet, I, you know, I, I cater to whatever they need and want. I like the way you think. Now, an empanada mm-hmm. is kind of a, a pie uh, filled with uh, meat of some kind? Yes. And what, yes, what's yes. your favorite meats to put in the, those pies? Ground beef. I love ground beef. Oh, yeah. Okay. And what other things <laughs> can you put in an empanada? Oh, my God. You could do anything with an empanada. You could put anything. Remember, it's, it's puff pastry. So, puff pastry, you could bend it to any way. You could make it savory, it could sweet. Not too long ago, I made um, pizza. Pizza oh. empanadas for, oh my for the station. Yes, uh, I made pizza, pizza ones, and that was a hit. Yeah, what I did made you throw inside? Pizza. Um, pepperoni, cheese, and pizza sauce. Oh, my goodness. And how, mm-hmm. how, do you, are you making your empanadas from scratch, or is this something that you could buy at so, a store? No, no. Sometimes I do make it from scratch, the dough, but I, most of the time I do buy the, um, the pre-made disc already in the stores, and it's easy to make. You make it your way, you're flavoring the meat, and you could close it, and you fry it. Hey, I'm all for uh, promoting uh, people, and even if they're not sponsoring the the podcast at all, uh, you know mm-hmm. what what empanadas are you buying at the store? If you cannot make them yourself, what what brand is your favorite? My favorite brand is La Flor because I like how when you open up the package, it's mostly fresh, and you could tell like they took their time because when you touch it, it's still got like flour on the top and that makes it a lot easier for me to take it out pull it out and stretch it and do what i gotta do with it got you and you throw it in the pan with a little bit of oil or or is this uh, oh, is yeah. there another another technique nope just after you do your meat you put uh filling inside close it up and fry it within five or t- five or five minutes it's fried and it's ready to eat Oh, that sounds delicious. Now, that's comfort food right there. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> Lucy Velasquez, also known as Lady Pyro. And, and I know uh, Pyro is a name that, that's been heard on this podcast before. I heard you talking to somebody else uh, saying, how do you say this in English? How do you say this in English? <laughs> Who, who's behind yes, you doing the help? Yes, that was Pyro. 
That's excellent. I, I love that I have uh, the husband and wife uh, on the podcast. If you haven't, uh-huh. uh, dear listeners, if you haven't heard uh, that uh, podcast, I encourage you to to go back a few, maybe about uh, ten or twenty podcasts ago. You you'll yeah, see uh, yeah. <laughs> you'll see Mr. Pyro, radio host, radio DJ. And, but we're talking to Lady Pyro, Lucy Velasquez. Uh, she's all about comfort food, or at least that's part of your interest. Uh, I mean, yeah. t- it, comfort food is that is that a job that you do, or is this something that you do in the home and for your family only? Now, right now, I do have a couple orders, you know, the holidays that picks up mostly in the holidays because there's certain things that I do that a lot of people don't like missing. You're missing the grandmas. There's not some, you know, people are going away. They're not teaching the traditions to the younger generation. So what's going on, the younger generation are not learning how to cook like their grandmothers or their mothers or, you know, traditions are dying. So what I do sometimes in the in Christmas, I do... Pasteles, that's an, another hurricane food. It's like you take ground, ground um, green green banana, you grind that down, then you put like a meat in the middle, in a filling, close it up, and then you boil it, and that's what you call pastel. That is very time-consuming, and not too many people make that anymore. So I, that is my bread and butter for the holidays. Oh, so you do uh, make this into some kind of a job. There is some some income mm-hmm. to this. Oh, that's fantastic. If you're doing something mm-hmm. and, and you love to cook, is this something that you enjoy? Yes, I do. I really do. I love to see when I cook, uh, the brushes of my family members, when they're eating, they're happy, and they're like, this is good. I hope they're not lying to me. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I, love, I love to see the happiness when people eat my food. I really honestly do. Get, get get joy out of that. I, I suspect you do. I, you know, and, and anything that, that you do is worth doing well. And it sounds like you do mm-hmm. what you do well. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, when you're you're making this food, uh, and you're not only making it for your family, but you're also making it as a job. Is there? Yeah. Uh, do you cook out of your home, and you're able to maybe by word of mouth, or do you have a page that that lets people know? Uh, that Lucy Velasquez is open for business with Lucy's Comfort Food? Yes, I do cook uh, mostly at my house. I have my little clientele here and there. Um, I stopped for a while because I had a, my back I had a back injury in my arm, but now I'm getting back into the pace of, you know, starting my catering business again. And yes, uh-huh. I got an IG page. It's Lucy's Comfort Food at IG. And my Facebook is Lucy's Comfort Food, so anybody can find me through that, so excellent excellent i like that so much all right so you're a family a lady with a family you have kids of your own now right how many children do you have right now just one and she's my stepdaughter but like i said that's my daughter yes she came she came with the hubby and i'm happy more than happy to have her in my life that's fantastic are you passing on this uh these skills that you have of cooking on to the next generation Yes, I am training Mr. Pyro and my daughter to learn these recipes because I told her once I'm gone, they go with me. So you need to learn how to cook as a young lady. You know, it's good. Old, it's a, once in a while, it's good to buy food from outside. But I said, if you really want to learn, you got to learn now that I'm here. And I could teach you everything I know. Oh, there's nothing like a home cooked meal. You know, a lot of people no, say that they, they don't gamble. But I gamble every time I go to a restaurant. 
<laughs> there's uh-huh. there's nothing like bringing food, you know, home. I mean, from the from the grocery store, and then you put it in your own kitchen with your own stove and and your own pots and pans. Let's go through that. What what kind of kitchen utensils do you have? How how stocked is your kitchen? Uh, do you like using uh, Teflon or <laughs> you know the cheap stuff or? Or do you try to save up and, and get the good stuff all the time? Do you, you know, spoons, is it well-stocked? Uh, what do you need? As as, right now, right now, I love Teflon. But like I said, when you're on a budget, you get what you could and you make it work. And that's how I've been doing. Get what you can and get deals and, you know, buy here and there. But most of the part, I cook for, you know, I cook for what I got, you know. Absolutely. You know, you know. Yeah, I, you know, hey, you got. I, I like Rachel Ray. I mean, she has a great cooking show, but most of the stuff mm-hmm. that she's making is stuff that you can make on a budget. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and she got famous doing that. Uh, uh, hey, speaking of that, have you ever thought of the Lucy Comfort Food uh, f- video show? I've been thinking about that, but it's, I am very timid, very shy. I'm mostly <laughs> behind the person. That's why I picked the kitchen. I'm behind. <laughs> My husband is mostly the one up in front. He's the one that runs the page. He's the one that does everything else. <laughs> well, I don't know why I do an interview like this one or here and there, but I'm mostly behind the scenes type of person. So me making a YouTube channel, something like that, I don't know. Maybe one day, you never know. <laughs> but for right now, I'm happy behind the scenes. <laughs> well, the next thing about that, that Lucy uh, Velasquez, uh, Lucy's Comfort Food, the nice thing about the kitchen shows is you really don't have to show you. I, I'm I'm with you. I, I'm a radio guy. I'm the guy that's on the, the microphone. In fact, you know, I, I have my headset. We've never met before. And we're doing this mm-hmm. over the internet, over the phone. And, and uh, you know, I'm okay with that. Uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I think that you could do a cooking show where you would maybe introduce yourself. You know, yes, you'd show your face on there. But then it's mostly about you preparing the food, helping the people out. And, and I think that would go over well. Uh, you know, how that many would. Yeah, how many things did, did Grandma teach you how to cook? And, and were you in Puerto Rico at the time or was Grandma in Brooklyn? No, grandma was in Brooklyn. My grandma told me everything that she knows, and that's a lot. Well, yeah, everything you could, uh, everything you could. Wow, I I know recipes. I I learned everything from her. I, there's nothing I don't know. <laughs> everything I don't know if you know about cuchi. You know, you ever heard about a um, the Spanish restaurant they call it cuchi frito? Well, you're going to explain it to the people have, right now. Okay, so over here in Brooklyn. Sometimes in other parts, they have the Spanish part named Cuchifita. They call it Cuchifita because you go in there, you get empanadas, you will get um, uh, potato balls and all this stuff. All that stuff that they cook in there, I know how to do it from scratch. <laughs> That's Everything. amazing. So what what kind of things do you do, you do from scratch? Uh, what's your favorite uh, top top five things that My you'd like to do? top five? Um, well... I like to do these things that name acapuria. Acapuria is some uh, green plantain that you grate it down and you put ground beef in. Uh-huh. It's delicious and you fry it and, oh, it's wonderful. That's my number one goal. Then it's the potato ball. So the round you potato cut, you ball cut with the pl- meat no. in the middle. Wait, you cut the plantains uh- down the middle and put meat inside? That you could do it that way, but no, you grate down the plantain. Grate the plantain. You plantains. grate it down to nothing, to like mush. Ah, and then mix and it then up together? 
No. Then you take that. Then you take that plantain mush, put it in your hat, and make like a little canoe. In that canoe, uh, you put the meat inside the inside that little canoe. Close it with a little bit of um, a more plantain mush, and then you fry it. When it comes out, it's gonna be golden brown and delicious. Mmm, that sounds delicious. Do you, you have to cook the meat first? I'm sure. Of course, of course. Okay, <laughs> yes. okay. All right, all right. We're getting some tips. That's and that's number one. I mean, or in no particular order, top five. What, what's <laughs> I next? That'd be you could say my empanadas. Um, that's second. No, and then the potato ball. And what else? Hey, don't oh, gloss over them. Explain the what these things are. Okay, the potato ball is really a potato with ground beef in the middle. You fry it. And then you come out, comes out golden brown, and it's delicious. Wait, uh, the d- same thing. how do you put the meat Oops. inside the potato? <laughs> you boil the potato first. Mm-hmm. You make mashed potatoes. That's how the base of it mashed starts with mashed potato. potatoes. Okay. Then you take the you know you take the mashed potatoes. You know you put it in your hand. You know you cuff it, make it like a little canoe, put oh, ground no. beef in <laughs> the middle, turn it into a ball, and fry it up. But you gotta be easy with that. You just can't throw the potato ball in the oil. You gotta be or you've got to be set very hot to put that in. Because if you put it in cold, the potato will, dis- dis- it will just disintegrate in the oil. Oh, that's a- <laughs> that sounds crazy. Okay. so mm-hmm. you, you, All right. So the banana got made into a little canoe, and you put meat in there. Mm-hmm. And then the potato yeah. got made into a little canoe, and then you put meat in there. Now, I'm imagining yeah. your grandma talking to, talking to you about canoes. Is that what mm-hmm. happened? <laughs> and all this is in Spanish. Okay. Mind you, my grandmother spoke nothing but Spanish. I'm learning this at an early age, around four or five. My grandma speaks in Spanish. Thank God I knew Spanish at that age. And I'm absorbing that at that age. All right. This portion of the program will be in Spanish. Ahora puede decir en español que dijo su abuela cuando estaba enseñando en la cocina. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what were the words that your grandma used when she taught you how to cook? And if anybody, uh, you know, doesn't like the Spanish, hey, they're going to have to deal with it for a second. What were the exact words that that your grandma used for the next minute or so? Well, my grandma used to call me called by my nickname. My name, my nickname is Tuti. So she was literally say like, "Siéntate ahí, coge esto y pela esto." And now I said, "Pero cómo pela?" And then she would show me. And after she showed me, she told me that tiene que pelarlo hasta lo último y hacer esto. And she was showing me how to break everything down, how to peel stuff. But she didn't teach me that it would be painful. Because when you start to grade a plantain on a grater, yeah. the plantain at the wall gets very small. Right. My grandma was the type of woman that wanted everything graded to the end. So my little fingers were literally grading a little piece of plantain up and down to the end. Oh, so a plantain, <laughs> yes. you had to get them really green and really hard to do the grating. Yeah, so, yes. yeah, like as hard as a piece of cheese. It's a workout. It's a workout. Trust and believe is a workout. If you, if, if any of the listeners hear me, try to grate a plantain green is a workout. Is a workout. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that to be true. And, and believe it, I like sweet plantains. I like the hard plantains when you cook them mm-hmm. up. And the hard ones, you put a, a little salt on them and get them. Ooh, oh, yeah. The, oh, the sweet ones. Oh, I don't even know which ones I like better. I, I guess it's whatever, whether I want sweet or I want salty. 
You know, plantain. Exactly. Now, plantains. It sounds like is that a staple food in Puerto Rico? Is that something that you that the people eat all the time there, readily available? Most of the time, yeah. You could say the most of, like the Latin cuisines. Most of the time, you could tell it's like most likely it's just like green plantains, the yellow plantains. You know, um, pork shoulder, pork shoulder. Um, um, that's uh, yellow rice with pigeon peas. That's just like the staples of our our culture, our food. Yeah. Most, yeah. Man, you definitely need to share this to the world so- somehow. Make a cookbook. Lucy's cookbook is going to be <laughs> out there. Lucy's comfort food. As I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. This uh, people love going. Uh, to, uh, you know, all walks of life like to sample flavors from different cultures, and this yes. is definitely w- a one culture. And and you've given me the the tent poles, the staples, the the pieces that go into that food. Right? I mean, for example, if I go if I go to a taco place, it's still going to be meat, cheese, uh, mm-hmm. lettuce, tomato, and some kind of tortilla. Uh, oh, it's, what's yes. in that burrito? Meat, cheese, tomato, and some kind of tortilla. Oh, what's in that taco? Mm-hmm. Meat, cheese, tomato, and some kind of tortilla. Exactly. It, it, you know, it's the same five ingredients, the same staple. It it's is, just made it is. different ways. And it sounds it like is. it's the same thing in Puerto Rico. Things, you know, yeah. grow better, grow, uh, you know, this that climate grows this type of food, and, and that's what you eat. That's what the people have mm-hmm. to eat, and you bring that all over the world, all over the planet. So, I mean, okay. So, is that was that was that five? Did we go over top five or any five? I think we did. <laughs> did you? All right. I did something this year different. Uh, I did something um coquitos. Coquitos like a Spanish eggnog. I infused it this year. I did something very different, very out of the box. I made um some coquitos that I infused with strawberry coquito. Coquito. I did a cheesecake coquito. Yes, coquitos, Spanish eggnog. Eggnog, okay. Uh, for some reason, mm-hmm. I thought the egg, the coquito was the the little. It looks like a like a small little hot dog type of thing. Uh, that, <laughs> no. I can't remember. So coquito is an eggnog, and you're making eggnog like, yes. way after Christmas because usually eggnog yes. they save it for Christmas because if you drink too much eggnog, you're going to get it as big as me. And, oh and, yes. <laughs> But this year I did something different. Like I said, I did strawberry egg. I did a strawberry coquito. Wow. I did a cheesecake one. I did a caramel one. I did Nutella one. So and apple pie one. So these things that I did, a lot of people I I had uh, customers. It's something totally different. I like changing old recipes to something different, something new, something you know that people are like. Oh wow, never heard of that. And that's oh. how you bring your clientele too. So this wasn't something that was commissioned by somebody. This is something that you came up with, and then you said, mm-hmm. hey, try some of this. Maybe you'll want yeah. to purchase it. And they did. Mm-hmm. They did. Wow. How many uh, How many pints of that stuff? How How does it come? Gallon, pint, uh, quart? Um, we got on by small and large, but most of the time I sold all large, so <laughs> not everybody was buying the large. Like I, I, had, uh, I had a good I had a good good christmas <laughs> oh if it's if you get something good people are gonna come a running uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, that's fantastic so uh you got mr pyro over there uh, what what are the top five things that you like to cook for him let's put it that way 
top five things for him. Ooh. He, he, most of the time, honestly, lasagna stuff, meatloaf. Meatloaf. I mean, me, it's uh, steak, french fries, you know, and that's and that, that's my go-to meal. Whenever somebody asks me, hey, what do you want to eat? Steak and fries. You know, mm-hmm. but then, yes, there are times that I do miss my uh, picadillo and arroz con frijoles negro, you know, black beans yeah. and rice. That's that's my grandma. <laughs> that's my grandma. You know, exactly. she was te- teaching me how to cook and, and ropa vieja, you know, that, uh, there stri- you go. that real nice stripped beef. So cooking mm-hmm. in the kitchen with grandma is a, an experience that I had as well uh, and, and learning things uh, from And you her. won't forget. Absolutely. And you won't forget because when you do cook those, that food, the smells bring you back to the moment when you just learned it, when you sit with her and all the memories come back. Oh, my goodness. And in that way, they live forever. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, my, my grandma's still around. She's 90 years old now. My, uh, oh, wow. She's not stopping. She still drives to, to her places and she still cooks. She, she goes to the grocery store and back, which is wow. about, a, about a mile. God bless her. Oh, yes. <laughs> still active. You know, goes to the grocery store, gets the things that she needs and comes back home. I mean, is your grandma still mm-hmm. around? Mine's not. Fortunately, when I turned 14, she passed away, oh. but I'm. I am so happy for all those those years because, like I said, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. I used to go over there after school. You know, I used to spend time with her. I used to, you know, go shopping. So I, I literally lived with my grandma for, for most of the part because I used to love visiting her. And I sleep over and I took care of her. So Excellent. it was 14 years, but those 14 years felt like a lifetime for me. Oh, for sure. And you're cooking in honor of her in some way. Mm-hmm. We're you know, you're carrying the tradition on. You're not just cooking for yourself. You're cooking for your family, for your friends. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, y- you've turned this into a business. I-, I say to anyone listening, if you could turn something you love into a, a money-making career of some kind, do it. I, I think anything yeah. that people do can be made into a business somehow, some way. And, and-, and then you'll be cooking and, you know, working and, and it-, it doesn't really feel like working because you're you're doing something that you love, uh, you know. Exactly. Of course, until it gets so big that people want yeah. so much, you got to start hiring yeah. people out. You got to start. Uh, well, I mean, first thing you do is you tap your family, you tap your friends to help you out, mm-hmm. and and then that's you. That's uh, I'm teaching Pyro. Yes, <laughs> I'm teaching the hubby, and that's I'm teaching the daughter. <laughs> that's fantastic. So, mm-hmm. I, did they help you fill orders this year? Oh yeah, yes, they do both. Yes, yes. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. Who 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 are you sending to the grocery store? Hey, go get me some of this. Oh, I ran out of that. The hubby, the hubby. He does all the grocery shopping here for me. He's the one that runs back and forth. Oh. He's a loving man, and I'm I'm blessed to have him because I he does he does the running around for me. I like I stay home, and he goes, okay, let's do this. He goes to the supermarket, buys everything, brings everything back to me. That is, uh, that's great that you have a support system like that. It sounds like your, your family's real tight. And, and yes, mm-hmm. I've already said it once. I'll say it again. Food f- brings families together. Now, how, yes. how often do you entertain? Do you have people over to have some food? Ooh, um, so right now it's been a while, but before it would be like every other Saturday, I think most of the time it was like every other Saturday or just, just have people come over just to have game night. And just have fun with friends and family. And they got Lucy cooking in the kitchen? You're able to play some games or they got you slaving? Yeah, I cook. 
I always cook. That's something, that's what I bring to the table. I said, you just come over and I cook. And then that's when the menus come. I want this. I want that. I got you. I got you. <laughs> oh, they already know. They already know. They come mm-hmm. to the Velasquez house. They're going to be uh, uh, treated, treated to something yes. nice. So, uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, we're in the, we're just beginning a new year. I mean, how was your, how was your Christmas? How was the holidays for you? Uh, you say that you holidays were cooking Thank God was good. It was I can't complain. Another great year. Another everything went perfectly fine. I had a great time with my family. We spent the New Year's with my mother in law, so I had a great time this year. It was great. Super duper. And is twenty twenty looking looking good for you? So far, yes. God willing. <laughs> so far started okay with I had food poisoning the beginning of the year. So. <laughs> oh, my. That's no way to start yes. the year. Hey, was it food that you make? No. Say no. Say I, no. No. <laughs> it was something I ate from outside. I'm not going to even say the place where I ate from. But that's right. That's right. Don't sell them oh down God. the river. It was just horrible. Exactly. It was horrible. Like I said, every time you go out, it's a gamble. Mm-hmm. It's a gamble. You, you know, and they're it never going to make it the way that you make it with love. And I can taste no. love. When somebody makes food for you, that is one thing. Yeah. That is, oh my, you know, I did. I was listening to a podcast about this, that people can just pick up a phone, boop, 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 and, and phones don't even make that noise, but that's always the, the noise <laughs> that, a, that a phone makes for me. And anything in the world, you could have somebody bring it to you, but it doesn't have the love that your mother, that your grandmother, that your wife, that, you know, somebody cooking for you that you love is not in that food and i think yes, people it's so true. yeah i think people are are not are worse off for it is that yes. something that you think too but that's why that's what i was saying earlier a lot of what's going on right now I, there's a lot of working mothers and i don't blame them they gotta work right but what's going on is that they neglect to teach their kids how to cook how they learn how to cook so what's going on is that those kids are not learning how to cook they order food and they think they think that's you know natural to order all the time from outside, and that's the problem. That's what I'm teaching my daughter. I said, you better learn how to cook. You need to learn how to cook for the simple fact this needs to be passed down. What's going on is that a lot of people are not teaching to cook, and these young ladies now they don't know. I I know a lot of people, a lot of young ladies in their twenties and almost thirties don't even know how to fry an egg. How you, how they don't know what is, what is the problem? Yeah. The old joke used to be, oh, uh, what does my wife make for dinner? Reservations. Mm-hmm. And, and that let, let people know, oh, that's, that's, that, that was an example of a not so good wife, not so many years ago, somebody that couldn't cook. And I'm all for equal rights. I'm all for people yeah, you know, yeah. doing what they do and what they want. But yeah. people think that they can have it all. They really cannot. You have to choose what your values or what your priorities are. And -hmm. if you want to be out at Mm -hmm. work, then your family's going to be, uh, you know, suffering for it. You know, Mm -hmm. I I have to work all day. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't get to see my daughter as much as I'd like to. But thankfully, you know, she has her mom that stays home all day with her. Exactly. And if she didn't, I mean, I think she's so much better for it. You know, and I, I always ask, yeah. I always ask her mom, hey, 
do you want to go get a job outside? Are you, do you feel fulfilled? And she always says, I have the best job in the world, taking care of the kid and even taking care yes. of me for that matter. So, I mean, yes. it's, it's a beautiful thing to have family. I love, I love cooking. I get a, I get a joy out of cooking. Like I said, that's why I'm teaching my daughter everything because I seen a lot of young ladies and I'm like, wow, you then they don't know how to cook. They don't know what's this. They don't I'm like, well how? Well, where? Where 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 are we wrong? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Lee, you don't know how to do a, a pot of rice, at least defend yourself with a pot of rice. You know what I'm saying? At least that much, but Okay, for they you they don't know how to do uh, nothing. Pressure cooker or rice in a in a pot? Oh no, rice in a pot, old school. Oh, okay. All right. But have you used a pressure cooker? Yeah, but I prefer, I always do everything in a regular pot. I like how the, I like, I like how I'm control of my rice. Dig <laughs> it. Pressure cooker sometimes go off and nah, I can't do it. I, I no. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, I know I had a pressure cooker for a long time and it cooks rice real quick and usually it comes out a certain way. But yeah. Okay. I see your, I see your school. I get it. Now, all right. Speaking mm-hmm. of school. Uh, in, in when you were growing up in school, uh, and I'm guessing that was all in the Bronx. Were you always? Uh, I mean, you're always into cooking, or did you have other activities that you like to do? Um, I honestly, like I said, Brooklyn. You said Bronx, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I honestly, sorry. most of the time is okay. Most of the time, honestly, I, like I said, I've been most of my life mostly cooking because even when I was in school, I had um, home ec. Okay. So even in school, I ended up in home ec. I ended up cooking, I ended up making pies. I like I like baking. That's not that's another passion of mine. I do both. Yeah, I do baking and I I cook savory and sweet. So I make apple pies. I make flan. I make cake, cupcakes, cheesecakes. Oh my! I goodness. make it all. I'm moving to Brooklyn. and i remember home ec home ec was definitely i have fond memories of home ec learning Mm -hmm. how to cook Uh, you know know, even if it was just eggs you know sunny side up scrambled something with cheese on it you know it it was it was i felt accomplished when i was able to cook a meal for my fellow students you know, and usually exactly. that's what we do. We would do. We would all cook yeah. a certain thing, and then we'd sample each other's food, and yep. it was a, a a a treat for all of us. It it's, was. It was. Yeah. So home ec. That's great. Hey, listeners, put your kid through home ec. Teach them how to cook. Teach them how. Well, mm-hmm. teach them. And I guess home ec is not just cooking. There's also the economic part of it. Um, yeah. You know, learning how to do your finances and. At mm-hmm. the home, so are you? Would you consider yourself a housewife, or do you have a, a another job outside of the house? No, I'm a housewife. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh. I love it. I love this job. I don't trade it for the world. Oh, and I know you can hear me, Pyro. You the man. <laughs> he's you know, and he's working hard to you know make the finances. And do you now who? Who does do the ec part, the economic part of it, uh, taking care of the bills and making sure that things are paid for? Most probably do it together. Honestly, that's, nice. that's something we always split together. Like if I, that really goes to the person whoever got the time. Like if I have the time, I'll handle it. If he got the time, he handle it. Like it goes either way there. That's nice. It sounds like you have a great team right there. I do. Uh, you know, you, I really do. It, it, your home is your sanctuary, and you have a great sanctuary. 
All right. So, uh, you know, any other interest in school that you did while you were growing up in, in Brooklyn? No, most of the time, no. Just I, I was about, I had a sheltered life. I had a sheltered childhood because my mother is Christian, so uh, my life was church and school, and that's about it. I started <laughs> and cooking. Those are the three things. I was very sheltered at a young age. Um, well, that's when I got older. Yeah. When I started experimenting a little more the outside world and stuff like that. But most part, my child was very like homey, very. School, home, church, cook, hang with my families, my cousins, that type of stuff. Well, good. I mean, that could go either way. That, that keeps you tight, mm-hmm. with your, tight with your immediate family. But then once you get out of school, some people just break out if they've been held on too tight. Uh, I mean, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you go to college at all or did you learn any, anything else after school? No, not after that. No, after that, honestly, I got married young. Yep. I got no, this is my second marriage with Tyra. I was my second marriage, and thank God, my my last one. That's right. That's <laughs> well, I right. was married previously at a young age, and that was the rebellion part of me trying to break free. Exactly. You know, so I got married young, thinking that would help the problem. No, it did not. It made everything worse, and I learned a lesson and. Thank God everything's behind me now. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. You know, it's nice to mm-hmm. to be family oriented, but if you hold on too tight, sometimes the kids are just going to break out. Sometimes you got to yes. let them start making mistakes early, you know, let them out a little bit, let them learn some mm-hmm. stuff. Because if you don't, once they hit that 18 mark and they're out of school, boom, they mm-hmm. break They break right out. And, and they yeah. you haven't let them out into the world to have any kind of experience so they they want to experience everything right then right yeah. there and uh yeah thankfully uh That's exactly uh, what happened to me <laughs> thankfully my my mom let me uh be more self self-sufficient so by the time i was 18 <laughs> i was already like well i guess i'm on my own <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. all right well excellent excellent so your main part of your life is your family and your friends and your cooking and that's mm-hmm. and that's what Lady Pyro does, Lucy Velasquez. I mean, uh, so tell the people once again how to get a hold of you. And do you want to make cooking into a career of sorts, or is this yes, just something? Yes, I do. Oh, you do. Well, tell the people what really what is do. your business plan. What? How do you want people to? Do you want to go ahead and incorporate yourself and and uh, m- you know make a a whole as business a, as model? A right now, I want to open up like a little catering business. Yes. Something, you know, something small that I can control for now. But if it grows, it grows. And God willing, it will grow. And if it grows, like I said, it's for my whole family. It's not only for me. I would love to have enough money that can help my mother, my sisters, my husband, my my brother. I want to help everybody. I'm 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 a. I like to nurture people. I like to help. I like to help everybody. If I could, that's my plan. Make things grow and make my family grow with it. Excellent. I mean, I'm I'm a wedding DJ myself, and I know beyond the music, yes, I'm biased. The music is a big part of the show, but the food people will remember mm-hmm. the food at a wedding. Uh, I mean, what? Where do you, can you do most of of the the smaller things that you're doing right now out of your kitchen, uh, and yes. take things to you know, say somebody's having a birthday party and they need some food, you could tray some stuff up 
and get it out there and put it on their table. They can serve themselves or if they want to uh, pay you to be there and, you know, hold the spoon and, and serve stuff up, you could do that too. Is that something you're yeah. available for? Okay. Yes. And, and you have a you have a page that's dedicated to that. Is there a menu on that page, like a sample menu, or um, can on, they get a hold of you? Com- on my page ID, Lucy's Comfort Food. You can find and you can find most of the stuff that I have cooked on that page. It's like everything I have cooked for um, for the past think a year, year and a half is on that page. Plus, they can hit me on DM and ask me if they want something. You know, something similar or something else that they saw, and I'll tell them at that moment if I could accomplish what they want or I figure it out. And whatever needs, whatever dietitians, you know, some people don't want to gain weight. They don't want certain foods. You know, I could break it down to them to make it, you know, like they help them lose the weight they want to lose too. Excellent. And I'm looking at it right now. You got Lucy's Comfort Food on Instagram. Uh, slide into her DMs. Uh, business mm-hmm. only. Business only. Yes, business only, people. Business only. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you got, you know, Lady Pyro and Pyro the Arsonist are the owners. And uh, they're open mm-hmm. for business. Contact them at, what is it? What's the email? Um, Lucy's Comfort Food at gmail.com. I read that, and I just wanted my- you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and I could also hit where? You could also hit up my husband, which is um, pyrotheartsonist at gmail.com. He also, uh, um, if you can't reach me, you can reach him. He's more, more into the media because he's constantly promoting. He's constantly looking after the page. Me is a little longer because I'd be busy during the day trying to make stuff cook or take care of... Um, um, we babysit a little baby during the day, so sometimes I'm busy with him. But most of the time, if you really want to reach me, my husband be the one that he'll reach out to and he'll respond to them. Yeah, if you look at Pyro's page, it's all about promotion. That man yes. is all about promotion. <laughs> I love it. And, and when I met him on, you know, on the phone and talked to him, I, I knew we were kindred spirits. That's all I like to do is promote people. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm doing with this thing. And so. You look at his page; it's just promotion after promotion. Hey, does he does he do any mobile DJing? No, no, he's not the DJ. He is the host of the show um, off the rip on DTF. Yeah, um, from seven to nine. Um, him and his DJ Droop, he's the host, and that's their show off the rip. Who wants to check that? I could check it out. He's <laughs> hit him up on his. His inbox is IG. He's happy to promote. He's happy to, he loves to listen to good music too. If you got music, pass it by. If he loves it, he will play it on the show. <laughs> My husband's all about promotion and helping people grow. So. And Lucy Velasquez, Lady Pyro, uh, Lucy's Comfort Food, is all about promoting her husband. I love it. Mm-hmm. See, I already promote knew- each other. Why not? <laughs> yes, I already knew all that part. I just wondered if he was a, a mobile DJ as well because that goes hand in hand with the catering. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're the, doing the catering. He's providing the music. Get get that man two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> I am sure that Pyro could do it. I have no I no think doubt. he could too. I do believe in him too. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Hey, I think the people have an idea of who Le- Lucy Velasquez is. Lucy's Comfort Food. It's a uh, a fledgling business and if you're in the Brooklyn area, maybe you could partake of Lucy's 
food and, and her expertise. Oh, I look forward to uh, to sampling right. one day, uh, getting up there and 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 having some some of that good comfort food myself. Hey, if you make it over here, I'll be more than happy to have you in my house. I'll cook for you, and you can bring the wife and the kids, and I'll cook for all of them. So. Hooray! <laughs> all right, Lucy, <laughs> uh, as, as we're rounding this out, uh, give the people some last words of wisdom uh, and a bit of advice, if you can. Uh, the last words for the people. Word of advice? Um, love each other, take care of each other, and... Make quality time with your kids and sit down and teach them, you know, how it used to be back in the days when you used to be in, in the kitchen with your grandmother cooking those memories, you know, live those memories again with your kids. There you have it, party people. Lucy Velasquez, Lady Pyro, Lucy's Comfort Food. Find her on IG. Uh, just like that, Lucy's Comfort Food. Put that all together in your Instagram, and you'll find Lucy's Comfort Food. And some of the food that she's been talking about. You'll see many, many, many samples of the food that she's been talking about. Oh, my goodness. I can see the potato balls and the and the stuff with the cheese on it. And the, oh, it just looks so, so good. Uh, so excited. Oh, I'm not, she got me all hungry. My mouth is watering. I can't even think right. <laughs> Thank you, Lucy, for being on the program, What Makes You Famous. I hope that your business goes so, so well. And 2020 and beyond becomes the best years ever for you and your family, of course. Uh, thank you once again, Lucy, for being on the program. What makes you famous? If you, yes, dear listener, I'm talking to you, want to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Follow Keys Dan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of keysdan.com. Follow Radio What on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of radiowhat.com. The music you want is on. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous and follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan. Email info at radiowhat.com. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keys Dan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Radio What, the music you want with another great quote. Good friends, good books, and a sleepy conscience. This is the ideal life. Mark Twain. The music you want is on RadioWhat.com. <laughs>